Hey, it's Dan Harmon from Harmontown. I want to tell you about an exciting new podcast coming to Feral Audio called Launch Left. Rain, Phoenix, and Moon Zappa are going to interview extraordinary minds, mavericks, and pioneers in their fields. This season, Launch Left is going to celebrate nonconformists like Michael Stipe, Shepard Ferry, Spike Jones, Mario Batali, and many others. And those guests are also going to spotlight their favorite left-of-center emerging artists. So listen and subscribe now at feralaudio.com slash left, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can do it however you want, man. That's the nonconformist part. Feral Audio. Hi, welcome to Little Cuties. This is the Hard Out episode. We have exactly one hour of power to hit you with what's going on in our world. My name is Dave Horwitz. And my name is Sean Perlman. What and if your introduction was an hour? are the, the Little, little Cuties. cuties. <sighs> <laughs> Quietly <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, nothing gets me harder than oh, yeah, the name of my show. Then a sustained first word followed by a quick... <laughs> oh, man. When I, when I remember that I have a show, it gets me <laughs> rock hard. <laughs> Not like when I have a show scheduled, just like the concept of having a show. Right. Well, I, I mean, come on. Who would be... A, who would be rock hard the concept of having a... Rock hard with your sock. Okay, now, so now we're starting off on the foot of just saying words for the sake of it. We gotta, fo- we gotta, fo- we gotta focus up. We got a lot of ground to cover. We're in a new space. We're in my bedroom. I have cleaned it. There's nothing in it. Yeah. A card table. No posters on the wall. Card table, bed, night table, yeah. lamp, uh, Bluetooth speaker on the night table. That's it. And you're wearing a house arrest bracelet on your leg. Yes, I can't leave. That's why I don't have any stuff. <laughs> you could deliver a couch, maybe a chair. No, I don't want to do that. I'm no, I'm talking to our listeners. Oh, okay. I know, but I, I'm just saying I don't want. I don't want them to do that. You don't want them to do that for <laughs> I me. You don't I would want, rather not. You don't want our listeners to outfit my room. Yeah, for they me. only have a certain amount of energy and time in their day, so it's really considerate for them and inconsiderate to me. Yeah. So that's how it's going to be. <laughs> Jesus, wow we just both started jerking out at the same time we're like it's like we're synced up like we're like soul sisters <laughs> that's that's the that's the guy equivalent of uh of when girls period sync up guys just who just jerk out at the same time <laughs> oh no dave do you have a trash can for this gum that i'm holding in my hand turn around buddy oh boy i just thought maybe since your room's not fully put together oh my god i, I just noticed that uh, Dave has Sean. Uh, this is bad radio. A Gar- <laughs> Garfield. Uh, he has a Garfield cup. Um, from a series of cups that that were released at McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I used to have the. I used to have like six of these, and I pick it up. House. Take I'm a look see. at it. It says, "Well, Garfield is lying on a hammock." Yeah. And you're gonna want to tilt that mug to see where that hammock is, though. Oh yeah. Okay. So one one uh, part of the hammock is tied to a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classic hammock. Style. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you follow the cup around, Odie. Yeah. Is holding the hammock in his mouth, and carrying a lemon, a pink lemonade. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me have a look at that mug. Let me have a look. Oh my god. What? Okay. This is crazy. I mean, maybe we'll. I don't know. We even know where you. What is it? I haven't even read the caption yet. It I mean, matter. the. Uh, no, no, it doesn't matter. This, yeah. this is this. Uh, this. I'm feel like I'm crazy. Wait. Here's what happens. Uh, I kind of feel like maybe this. Your your chair is gonna make some noise. Is um, it? Is it, Dustin? We, we got some chair noise. Can we change the name of the podcast to Chair Noise? Yeah. Then we I mean, this is the hard out episode. Honestly, we can we can just kind of fuck around a little bit, right? No, that's also, the opposite. We're, that's we're not recording right now, right? Hard out <laughs> means we have exactly one hour. We can't fuck around. Rock okay. hard with our sock. Okay, here's what, here's why I feel stupid is that okay. I thought that this so in this on this mug. Okay. Garfield's laying on a hammock. Yeah. You said correctly. Yes. That the other end of the hammock. Is in Odie's mouth, yes. held together with his teeth. Uh-huh. I thought that the hammock was Odie's tongue, oh, which is insane. Now that I think about good it, good radio. <laughs> uh, Let me see. No, it doesn't even look like it. I just, I just, I just didn't really pay close attention so, to it. So you're saying for 
two decades. No, 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 no. I got oh, that. Okay. At a, I got that at a, a, a thrift store in Omaha. Ah, okay. See, because I've had years ago on a lovers' right, weekend. Right. <laughs> was it on a lovers' weekend? Yeah. You never. You never talked about your romantic life, by the way. Sean, it was you and me. Uh, yeah, that's why. Right. It was when you we went on a lovers' weekend. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, we can get into it. You and I uh, uh, have been in a. Very secret but very intense relationship for how long we known each other? Eight years. Yeah. And um, I, I, I guess this is the time that it becomes public. Uh, uh, I get this is pretty good radio. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason for us to hide it anymore. I mean, except for the fact that it'll hurt our chances with girls we like. <laughs> <laughs> but just know we're very open. We're honest. You're, you're just looking at that mug. You're, I, I think you're, yeah, I just want to read the caption really so we get this out of the way. Oh, I have a little bit. Okay, so Garfield's thinking it's not a pretty life, but somebody has to live it. Yeah. He's being sarcastic because he's like, you know, it's nice for him. He's lying in a hammock. It's being held right, up. I'm by just going to grab that mug put it down <laughs> over here. I'm going to move you just, on. <laughs> Put in the sound effect of a, a cup smashing in the uh, background. Yeah, I think <laughs> at that point, be, Dustin, just make a note right there. Cup smashing. You know, it's important to to note uh, just as far as like podcast milestones go. This is the fifth episode of our show. Yeah, um, it's the first one that we recorded not in your living room. Yes, and the first one we recorded not in the evening. So the sun's been down pretty much every time we've recorded. I don't know if yeah. that's making like a. I don't, I don't know if that's. If it's a different environment. Well, this is a weird... I mean, you're saying the, the, the our, our mood right now? Our context is... This is weird. So I just took my mom to... Uh, well, this is... Okay, so Mother's Day was last week. Yeah. But I said, Mom, I'll take you out to lunch this weekend. So I just took her out to lunch. You were too busy last weekend. I was too busy. Last weekend, we were, we were celebrating with the family, doing like a Mother's Day lunch thing. And then I, I was oh. like, I'll take you out to lunch myself. I'd like to just have a one-on-one with you, Mom. I, I love you. And <laughs> God, you're such a good guy. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. She's had three lunches in total. In her life. In her life. No, that's a that's – a- that's a bad joke. I don't want to say that. She only has breakfast and dinner. Why, why do you why don't you want to say that? I don't know. I don't like it. Too dark? How is it dark? It's not dark. You said that. It's just weird. Okay, so <laughs> just make a note <laughs> to put a cup smashing sound right now. Let's just have a sound <laughs> of a cup smashing throughout the episode, and Dustin can do it at his discretion or his Let's leisure. Just put him in. Like, you know how like, Howard Stern will just like put in random sound effects? No, who's that? Dave. Yeah. Oh, fucking this now this is honestly spilling over into our relationship uh relationship life what is this okay so to explain wow i just got my first text on my first new on my on my, on my new iphone take a look let's look at it i will not recognize the number wow dustin was like be better at this <laughs> are we doing this okay let's see I believe it's Jake Weissman. Sure. Saying 8 p.m. question mark. Hmm. Got plans tonight with Jake? No, sometimes he'll just guess what time of day it is, and he's really very often off the mark. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's light outside, Jake. Jesus Christ. Yeah. But you guys do have plans Yeah, we're tonight. supposed to be, we're, yeah, we're supposed you to be here around some 8 dinner? or 9. Yeah, he was coming back from- You're going to uh, see Mad Max? We're not seeing Mad Max. No? We're, we're meeting. We're a professional business meeting. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That's but maybe fine. we'll have some dinner. Mm. But we'll, you know, where do you think you might go? Business. Um, I don't know. We'll probably go to uh, a vegetarian restaurant. Yeah, because he's a veg. He's a veg. Yeah, yeah. Meaning he's paralyzed from the the neck down. Uh, I. That's a. I want. <coughs> I want to also take that joke off the record. Um, <laughs> keep it off the record. You are in. <laughs> Uh, I'm not a I, I'm having a hard time reading your vibe right now, uh, and I—that's not a bad thing. Right. I guess I've just been with myself all day. Oh yeah, what was it? What did you do today? Uh, I had um, <laughs> I went out to uh, I went out to eat with a friend at Mess Hall, a restaurant that's very close to my house. Yeah. Um, you walk? Oh sure, I you gotta walk. It's three houses. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's a little too specific. I'm not. <laughs> might need to. Uh, if I acquire any kind of real serious fan, they're going to know exactly where I live. Um, I periscoped for the first time. Wait, I'm sorry? Are you, you not familiar? Periscope? Oh, wow. This is, I'm about to blow your mind. There's a okay. brand new – There's a Sean, there's a hot app uh-huh. in town and on the internet. 
and on your brand new phone. It's called Periscope. Okay. You're going to download Periscope. It's a live video streaming app. Right. So say you have some kind of specialty. Say uh, say you want to get into, I don't know, personal training or something. Okay. Or, or say that you just have like a specific workout regimen that you think is cool that you want to share. Or say you oh, – that I can relate say to. You, say, you, <laughs> uh, say, you're, say you're a singer and you want to ha- you want to uh, share your vocal warm ups there's basically no limit to what you can do on periscope um oh, so you can is, you so can video podcasting now it's basically video it's but it's live okay that's yeah so you basically go like hey i'm live on periscope right now and someone goes like i want to see what Sean's doing they click on it it opens up full screen on their phone and it's just boom it's you with so it's your just front chat relay and i'm just fucking it's what with chat relay <laughs> Did you say chat relay relay Chat roulette. <laughs> Chat roulette. No, but I think you pronounce it roulette. Wait. It's a French word. Wait a minute. Roulette? Chat roulette. But you can say roulette. Can't you? Roulette. Can is... we check this? No, somehow? no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Cup smashing down. No, 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 no. Let's quickly, quickly, we're going to pause. Roulette. Ch- no, no, no. Ru- the game roulette, right. the gambling game, yes. where a ball spins around. A, a a game a board a, a round board and it lands in a hole at random. Yes, it's called it's called roulette. But it, and the concept yes, I know but of the concept of something being chosen at random is the basis for the for the famous internet site chat roulette that pairs you with random other people who are on their webcams. So you know by this, that logic, yeah. The, I, I the see name your logic. of that website I see is your logic. Roulette. I see your logic. How Here's long the have thing. you lived thinking that roulette is how you pronounce roulette? How many bridges do you think I burned thinking that roulette was roulette? Zero. <laughs> if there's anyone in your life I used who, to work as a Vegas dealer. Well, then you probably A drug fired. dealer. Oh. Well, if you got fired from any of those positions in Vegas, it's probably because <laughs> you didn't know that the game you were describing is called roulette. <laughs> I love that we both have just, you know, akin to the idea of this podcast, no structure whatsoever. <laughs> well, you, you told me that after our last recording, uh, maybe it was time to start preparing yes. notes, which I kind of got a little testy about. What? Oh, did you, did you, you pronounce- told me yeah. that you were going to start preparing notes sure. and that maybe we and that you wanted to start doing that. Yeah. And I was like, you don't think we can just we, we were just off the cuff together? And you're like, I think it would be pretty smart. And then so then today, yeah. we're we're planning about getting together and you said <laughs> and I said to you, should I be preparing notes? Do you have them? And you said, I won't have time. Yeah. Meanwhile, Meaning to what say- your day was was you got a new iPhone <laughs> in a store when I got my iPhone, I was sitting in a Verizon store for an hour. Yeah, but I was sitting with my mom and my sister and, you know, I mean, this but is... your mom and your sister are professional podcasters and they're they're very successful. <laughs> they probably would have some real insights. They've been in broadcasting for years, for decades. Um, okay, now you know that's not true. Was it a bit? I don't know it's not true. <laughs> you know who else doesn't know it's true? That's not true. Our listeners. What a weird episode. You know, we we haven't even like solidified our 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 uh, style and this is a weird one, I think. What are you saying? Bit. You know what? I think I think that your place is the reason for this. <laughs> I think we need to go back to my apartment. I respectfully disagree. I'm willing to forfeit 15 minutes of this podcast so we can all drive over there Mad Max style. I haven't did you seen see it, it yet. No. Neither did I. I so how can you even say that? Because you know that there's driving in that movie? You also know that there's, that there's a this is our hard out episode. I know, you're right. When people see this in iTunes, if if magically they haven't unsubscribed by now, it's gonna say episode five. Hard, hard out, out episode. The hard out. Yeah. Which is a cool name for what is shaping up to be not our best episode. We should have uh, the an hour countdown in the bottom right hand corner that you can't see because this isn't a video. Sure. Did you ever see that show? Uh, did you ever see that show, Watching Ellie, that Julia Louis Dreyfus was on before the New Adventures of Old Christine? It took place in real time. Yeah. It was in two thousand three. There was a countdown at the bottom of the screen. Yeah. It was not good. It was a great idea. Yeah. Not a good execution. How, let's name other movie, uh, other uh, TV shows and movies that are great ideas, but the execution was poor. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You want me to start? Yeah. I didn't have one. I just thought it would be a fun little game to play. All right, let's see this. Just... How, about, how about that? Okay, another real-time movie. Nick of Time. Not a great movie in my opinion. I don't know if that's I real. It was okay. Did it was take place in real time? <laughs> I think, yeah, it took place in real time. Sean, have an opinion. <laughs>
have an opinion, man. It makes what about what about that um that movie where he gets buried in in a coffin? Ryan, uh... you th- th- there's no <laughs> way that that good radio is describing movies you haven't seen and speculating on whether or not they're good. <laughs> the movie where Ryan Reynolds is in a coffin. Yeah, what was that called? I don't know. You know that movie, Dustin? Please, can you? Dustin me? doesn't know. Dustin knows. That one where he's trapped in the coffin. You know what I'm talking about, right? He gets buried alive underground. He has to make his way out. He's a soldier. As a soldier? He's a soldier. He's a, Do you I think know he's that like that's a true? POW. Yes, I, I think. He's a, I haven't seen it. I just saw it 20 minutes ago. Stop. <laughs> you this is, stop. This is, this is, what is this? This is, this is not good. I want to... Dear... Podcast listenership. I have no. We haven't even aired yet, but I just want to say to you guys out there: Do am I? Are we too mad? Can we, we, we launch next week? We launch. We launch next week. But I want to say that whatever our listenership is, Dave and I promise you that we will have way more structure in the next episode. Now, the thing about the rock that that we know we was going to call the rock hard episode, <laughs> the hard out episode. Is that uh, it feels like it, it has like a little bit of a thrown together vibe, right? What? So we're gonna just be. You know what? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna kick to our first break with a pun I thought of this morning. No, I thought it was bad. <laughs> I thought it was bad for a tweet. Okay, but I think it's great to just say, and then when I say it, okay. the theme music's gonna come up. You know, here here's a, here's an actual request for Dustin for for later. When I say this, we're gonna have the mug smashing sound effect, and then we're gonna have our our music, and <laughs> it has we're gonna to be a go mug. to a break. It can't be a glass. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is the pun. Dwayne the Mark Ronson. All right, oh, we'll be right back boy. with more little cuties. <laughs> after a word Christ. from our sponsor. At this point, the little cuties kept recording and began bickering about throwing each other under the bus. Why do I do what? So you so you so you, the vibe you're getting from me is that no, he's recording. Yeah, yeah, come. Uh so you think you're feeling that I'm ornery? Uh, okay. Well then, la- so so I'll just say sure. I'm not. I don't know how to be good at this yet. Right. But we've had a couple of like really good episodes. There's been like a specific. I feel like uh, maybe it's. I don't think it's the setting we're in. Right. Right. I think it's maybe the time of day. Maybe I don't think it's the setting. We just need to go like yeah. when the sun goes down. That's when we record. Right. 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 Um. Well, what I'm feeling is. Yes. Uh. I don't necessarily have a specific vibe that like i don't it's not that i don't have anything to say i just feel like when we talk and it and we just start saying words right the wordplay isn't bad yeah but i kind of think that but why are you blaming that on me specifically i didn't realize that i was and so i'm okay. sorry oh no yeah yeah but i think it's i think we should be able to go like all right we're gonna we're gonna do a little cuties reset right and then we just go like what's actually on your mind can you think of any i think if there's a way to organically just be able to reset and say, but what's actually on your mind? Because you're you're a, a smart person with thoughts and feelings and emotions. I think you could we can both say that to each other, right? Because I feel no matter how funny we both are, which is very. I mean, we both know that we're very funny. People. <laughs> there's, there's there's a. I feel like I can hit a wall where I there's just a, a limit to the amount of nonsense right, we can right, talk. Right. Where there if we're just if we're gonna do totally silly word stuff. I would like to have that be. Well, uh, I, yeah, I would like yeah. that to be the glaze yeah, of the yeah. donut of a much more serious conversation. So we have, but also, some sort of. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry if I, if that came off like I was blaming you because well, I'm also not saying much. Right. Well, yeah. I, I I didn't mean to say that you were you weren't being like hostile or anything like that. But there was a but you sli- were get, you- a tinge of blaming the aimlessness of the podcast right now on me. It felt like because you would like look over at Dustin, you'd be like, "What? What?" And I'm like, "But we're both doing this. You could easily aim the conversation if you feel like it's going nowhere. You know what I mean? We both could." I kind of yeah. yeah. I, maybe, maybe that just speaks to like. Uh, uh, shortcomings I have about myself because I think maybe if I felt I was a better broadcaster or 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 uh, naturally funnier or something, I would just do that instead of going like, "Can you believe what this guy's doing?" Because I do. I will say, uh, I will say, I, there are people who are more natural. I've definitely you you know this because you were on one of them. I've recorded three failed right, podcast right, right, right. pilots. Yeah. Not just in general, but with feral audio, right? Uh, and they were terrible. 
Right. I mean, we could talk about them right now. All three of them were terrible. Dustin will not. I mean, he. I think he maybe liked the first one. But he's listening they, to it right now. But they were. They, <laughs> he's got his head on. He's like, man, I wish this was the first one. They were all well-meaning yeah. and weren't awful concept-wise. But I am not suited to be at the helm of something. Uh, they were all interview based. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or they were all like the first one was about was like an internet time capsule. Right. And the concept was what happened this week on the internet. I right. Think it was going to be called this week in internet or okay. something. Uh, this week on the internet, something, and it was like it, it, the the purpose was the internet is sort of like a twenty four hour news cycle now. It's sort of becoming this thing where people get up in arms about something. There's tweets, there's think pieces, there's Tumblr posts, there's Facebook uh, activity, um, and uh, and in general, uh, a lot of it, it becomes re- something that people are really passionate about. Uh, for five days and then they never think about it again. So the premise was let's have a, a, a physical record of what happened in these seven days. Right. So if you said what happened on the internet, May 5th to May, uh, you know, 12th, 2015, you'd be able to, you'd be able to just like look at the archive of this podcast and see. Right. right. So I recorded it with, uh, our very good friend, Mookie Blakelock, funniest funny, person I know. Funny, funny guy. Uh, and it was, Two hours, I think we showed up to the studio, very, very hungover. It was around Christmas two years ago and had a couple of printouts about big things that happened on the internet this past, that past year. It was like the Duck Dynasty, uh, uh, you know, homophobic oh, yeah. comments and all that stuff. And I had a big list and I, I asked people on Facebook, what was something that happened on the internet this year that was like a huge – we got a bunch of responses. Right. And it became abundantly clear immediately that we didn't care at all about what we were talking about. Yeah. Which is the po- worst possible thing you could do right. is record yourself talking about something that you don't care about and then subjecting an audience to it. Yeah. And I felt completely responsible because I asked my friend to do a show with me. I asked my friend who is a podcast engineer to give me a show. Right. He said, come in and record it. <laughs> and I went into a professional studio and sat with headphones on and talked into a mic with like a windscreen in front of it and was terrible at it <laughs> and felt bad. And I was like, well, maybe this isn't good. And then I heard the audio and I then it became this process of – there's like an hour where we're just riffing and doing bits and that's funny and maybe there's a way to make that a show. And I said, I don't want it to just be like a riff show. Right. I want to be like kind of more grown up about the idea that I'm having a show. And so we scrapped that. And then the next one was, uh, oh, I know a lot of people just because of the internet. What if I hosted a show where I interviewed one person that I'm friends with because of the internet and one person that I've never met but I, I communicate with on the internet all the time? Right. And we recorded an episode of that. Uh, and it was not right. good. I was uh, very disingenuous as a host. I wasn't interested in anything I was saying. My guest who host who like let us record in his apartment ordered a pizza and ate pizza into a microphone the <laughs> entire time, which Dustin had to edit around the entire time. And I listened to it and realized I sound like a complete asshole. I uh, once again don't sound like I care what I'm talking about or about what I'm talking about. My guests were gracious and pretty forthcoming, but we didn't really get into anything. And I kind of – I think I might have also done a thing where I looked to my left and my right to the people in the room like, can you believe that this is happening? Right. Even though what's happening is I've invited people into a house to record <laughs> a thing that was my idea and I'm doing a bad job. And then maybe a month after that, I recorded a podcast with you as a guest right. and our friend Aaron McGathy who has two feral audio podcasts of her own. And it was called uh, You Two Should Meet. And the premise was I made a list of probably 100 people that I know in Los Angeles who are super talented and interesting and smart and funny. And I thought, wow, so many of these people have never met each other. What a great idea to facilitate a conversation between the two of them meeting two super interesting people who maybe are – even if they're aware of each other, have never met – and I realized that once I got behind the microphone in a professional studio <laughs> where they record the audio for uh, Rick and Morty and a bunch of amazing other animated uh, uh, shows and movies and just like a lot of really great stuff happens by professional people that yeah. I just realized I don't care about this. Right. I'm not a good host. And it really highlighted a bunch of shortcomings in my brain. Like you were there. You guys were really interesting. 
I didn't think you were a bad host. The but first I, 20 minutes of it was super uh, compelling but serious. You guys had both talked about how you'd lost a parent. Right. And the whole time I was going, Ugh, awkwardly <laughs> wanting to steer the conversation more into comedy because I didn't know how to be serious. Not that I don't know how to be serious in my life, but I'm thinking I want to do a show. I want to be compelling. Yeah. I don't have the 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 vocabulary to, to deal with this and to bounce you guys off of each other. And I just – I think I cut to a – like I think I just said we'll be right back like 11 times and then afterwards went, well, I fucked that one up. So this is the first one where I truly feel incredibly uh, comfortable with yeah. what I'm doing and what I'm saying. Uh, but I will say I've been listening back to these previous episodes to kind of QC them, yeah. if you will. Is that the correct – whatever. That's what – I used to work at a company that made movie trailers. Right. And when you watched the DVD back – you would call it QCing for quality control because before you ha- drive out to, you know, Fox or Sony or Warner Brothers to deliver, uh, they're called deliverable. Before I gave an executive a DVD of the trailer for the Simpsons movie, I would have to say, yeah, it doesn't skip. There's no like audio fucked up. And then I would go and say, like, can you please sign for this? And they I, people used to throw their pens at me. <laughs> Executives would be really angry that I even was in their office. It was really weird. <laughs> It was my first job when I moved out to LA. It was super strange. Uh, so no, they would sign them and then throw them at you. They would. They, yeah, it was. Yeah, a couple of would them they, really put upon. Did they ever sign on your back? No, that would have been demeaning to the. <laughs> Actually, no. I probably would have stayed at that job even if that happened. I really needed the job. I couldn't believe that I was working in a place that like gave me health insurance and. I was thinking about. Uh, it. I think I made like five hundred and fifty dollars a week when I first moved out here. I was twenty two. So happy. I was so happy. <laughs> I had money. I, I I could stay up all night and write with my sketch comedy troupe, and I didn't have to go into work until eleven, but I had to stay yeah. until eight. Um, so what I'm saying is, uh, I, I don't ever want to get too comfortable. Right. But I think that uh, I think that today at least I was like, well, we we scheduled this time. We haven't recorded in two weeks. Uh, we should probably just go. Yeah. And then we started talking. I was like, well, we're not saying anything. But instead of saying like, well, let's steer the conversation back. Hey, so your mom, what's your relationship like with her? Yeah. I just was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Which is so weird because it's it's uh, it's like selling myself out. Like, can you believe what we're doing? Can you believe the thing right. that we like elected to do ourselves? <laughs> can you believe that we like had our friend make art for like our podcast? So that when you go to iTunes, you see like a little picture of us with our faces on tangerines. Ugh, I can't well, believe I, it. I mean, I'm equally to blame for that because I could feel. I mean, I was also calling attention to the the directionlessness of the, of the podcast, and then still just going, "Hey, next week can we make it?" So I there was a little bit on my I, on my side as well, b- blaming something in the room that was clearly not myself. You know? Yes. Yeah. But with all this, but with like in the interest of. Being honest and also being deferential, I would also yeah. like to say I do think it's funny that it was your idea to prepare notes, and then I asked you if you had prepared notes, and you said no, <laughs> and then I yeah. also didn't prepare notes. Right. Uh, it didn't even occur to me when you texted me. Uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." You yeah. know, I completely forgot. Uh, but this is our thing now. Like, yeah, we're, we do this show. Yeah, I would like to think that because we are, I don't want to squander the goodwill we've accrued from being nice little cutie yeah. boys <laughs> i mean we are funny nice people yeah. and i would hate that if this turned into like a bullshit show yeah and i don't think that's gonna happen so with that in mind let's take a real actual break let's take a real actual moment okay. from our sponsor and we'll come back and we'll round out the hour in style we'll be right back as always little cuties is sponsored by loot crate for all your nerdy, for all your nerdy needs. Now, Sean, you're a huge comic book guy, right? Uh yeah, I would say. What's so. your, you know, so Loot Crate, what they do is once a month. It's it's like your it's like your your nature boxes, but it's for uh, comics. It's for, it's for swag. You know, the newest issue of a comic, a T-shirt with Super Mario's face on it. Uh, you know, may, maybe his his eyes are red, and he's like, "I'd kill for a power up," or so, you know, something right. like that. It's like a clever sort of pop culture thing. And we and Loot Crate will suit will tailor it to, to whatever whatever your thing is. If you're into gaming, if you're into comic books, if you're into you know superhero movies, if you're into action movies, if you're into uh, you know vintage gaming. Do you like uh, uh, upright console gaming? Uh, oh my god, old school arcade stuff. Absolutely. You ever been to a barcade? Yes. Yeah. And the other, what's the other place downtown? Uh, eighty-two, I think, 82 or eighty-eight, yeah, or yeah. eighty-five, whatever, eighty something. Can't get enough. My lifetime dream is to have an up. 
upright console in my room. Really? What game? Uh, I would say Wizards and Warriors. Yeah? Yeah. Well, that's funny because Loot Crate has a pretty cool Wizards and Warriors tee. Uh, it's actually it's like a baseball jersey. It's a three quarter length baseball jersey. If you know, three give quarters you, like yeah. a girlfriend shirt. I mean, a boyfriend, but like like a girl a girl wearing a boyfriend shirt. A girl wearing a boyfriend's shirt. Yeah, a good boyfriend's shirt that comes down three quarters. Like no, I'm it, talking it covers about a, her knees. No, oh, okay, no, 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 a baseball jersey. Oh, okay. See, um, I, uh, I don't know uh, sizes of t-shirts. If you don't know, it doesn't matter because <laughs> Luke Cray will take care of all of it for you. You could get a bunch of cool stickers. You know, um. You know, you can get one that says like, uh, "I'm the dungeon master." Right. You know. Uh, you know. Or you know, oh, here's a good one. There's actually there's a. I have a I have a big I have like a pretty oversized hoodie from back when I used to weigh. Uh, I well, you know this. I used to weigh 900 pounds, and so I had a I had a yeah. Like six That's you also have an obsessive compulsive disorder. Like you had to be 900, right? Yeah. It was. I never. I never vacillated. It was always 900. Yeah. And then I got gastric by. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gastric bi curious actually. You know that. <laughs> well, you know that about me. Anyway, I have a big hoodie that says uh, it says there's a, so it's there's two arrows mm-hmm. and pointing up it says the dungeon master uh-huh. and then pointing down it says the dungeon. Uh, you get it, right? You get it. You get it. You get it. You get it. So Luke, so for for a pretty nominal fee per month, Luke Crate will kind of like they'll let you get your nerd on a little bit, you know? Right. Uh, you know whether it what you know whether you're into wizards and warriors. What did you say, wizards and is that what it's called? Wizards and <laughs> It's very Wizards and Warriors, close to a Dungeons game and that... Dragons, Warlocks and Wars, right. Wario and Mario, right. Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. If you've ever gotten stuck in Luigi's Mansion, you know that there's a bunch of ghosts there, and you got to suck them up with a vacuum cleaner. So you could get like, uh, are you familiar with that? I, I honestly I was thinking, I, I you were talking about. I've never played Luigi's Castle, but I Luigi's sounds, Mansion. Mansion. Sorry. It's a it's a it's a game for GameCube. Okay. Yeah. If you're yeah. familiar with Nintendo's GameCube, remember Neo was, Geo. I do remember Neo Geo. Remember Nat Geo? I do remember Nat Geo. Now, but also, if you're into Neo Geo, right. Loot Crate can tailor your monthly shipment toward that. So if you like the sort uh, of like 64, 16-bit uh, kind of cla- – you know, the Atari Jaguar, Neo Geo, uh, 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 Dreamcast, right. the sort of, the sort of uh, short-lived console – home cons- console games of, uh, of the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. They can do that for you. You know, you, you can uh, you can get Dreamcast pillowcases. So you can dream of a Dreamcast. Uh, That's what Loot Crate does, Sean. Oh they let you. They let you. They let you kind of like let your freak flag fly or your nerd flag. Whether you're a freak or a geek, <laughs> Loot Crate Loot Crate is the site for you. <laughs> now, Sean, I've always wanted to know, what's like, what do you geek out over? Oh, God, uh, um, be honest. I mean, I like um, I like connects. Connects? Yeah. The like the old school yeah. uh, like the like Legos for like, like grown ups? Yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. I was just thinking about constructs. Yeah. Cons- they're called like, constructs. Like social the- constructs? No, no, okay. I never think about that. Constructs <laughs> are it's really interesting. I looked it up. I used to have I didn't have Legos really as a kid, but I had constructs, which are sort of a more grown up building set right they had long pieces that were connected by little uh, uh blue cubes that you that snapped into place and i just assumed that everybody had them and they were a big part of the 80s yeah i got weirdly nostalgic and a little bit sad to learn that they started making them in 1983 the year i was born and stopped making them in 1988 the year my brother was born we just had this one set between the two of us and it's probably completely gone i don't think there's any reason that they would still be in my childhood home wow. they were briefly brought back in 1997 yeah but it didn't go so well. So the revival just kind of fizzled out in 97. And it made me feel really weird and, and nostalgic for a time that's long gone. This might be a silly question, but do you think that your parents may have hired, like, like you know, spent millions of dollars hiring, like, an independent um, game designer to create something just for you and, 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 and your siblings? You know, it's... Funny you ask. I definitely think about that a lot. I think about that more than a lot of things. Yeah. I think about that more than the fact that, you know, my family doesn't have a really, uh, uh, you know, strong relationship with their cousins. Oh, I think dude, about that more so than sorry. the fact that I wasn't, like, incredibly popular in high school. I, I oh, really dude, spend a lot so of time sorry. fixated on wondering whether or not, you know, my parents did that. And I kind of always come back to the same thought, which is, no, we weren't yeah, very wealthy. That it's like kind of a ridiculous thing to think. I, I usually maybe. like end on that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, like a silly. We don't. We didn't, never had a lot of money. If they were spending it just on 
creating a weird toy set for me, I would be pretty upset because I've definitely struggled in the past 10 years living in Los Angeles. And if I, if I could ask my parents for, you know, not a million dollars, but even a thousand dollars, uh, which I probably could, but it would probably put a dent in their, in yeah. their, in their wallets. Well, you could ask them. They'd be okay with you just asking. I don't want to bother him. Yeah. Do you think if I just texted my dad and said, could I have a million dollars? He would. I would love to see that. I'll text him. I will. I talked to him today. Just do you think he's going to take you seriously? Maybe. He was actually really excited to find out that I was doing a podcast and I told him it might not be for dads. Specifically for dads. It's definitely not for moms. It might not be for dads. Yeah. I I just don't. I don't know if I want to have the conversation with my dad after he's listened to a couple episodes because I think I maybe come off like a, a complete lunatic. Do you think we could title our or just change the title of our podcast to Dad Pod? Uh, yeah, and we can we can it could be the only podcast that talks exclusively about Dad Pod, <laughs> a trend that probably by the episode <laughs> by the time over. this episode airs, no <laughs> one will even talk about it anymore. But uh, but you know, I really got to get us back on track because Loot Crate yeah. will. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know me. Wait, how I do know you I'm spell dressed, that? What? How do you spell that? L O O T C R A T E. Ah, Loot Crate. A crate full of loot. Loot. John. That's weird. You you should read the brief, man. I you know I'm so I'm you're having... such a nerd, man. You're reading your D and D, man. Yeah, all fucking yeah. Of, dude. Honestly, I get it, man. I mean, I, dude, I, I I've read all Scott Pilgrim. I got it. I got it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I I, sp- I spend most days at Meltdown. I spend my nights in their back room where they got some primo comedy funny shows. comedy shows. Yeah. Check out Harmontown every Sunday night. Anyway, Little Crate just lets me be me. You know, whether it's my custom wario hat right whether it's my D sweatpants it's a custom to wario you're saying no 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 well, wario's on the front but then on the back oh, it yeah. says davio ah. yeah or it's like because i'm dave and, and you know wario yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh but i just feel like i'm more myself when i'm rocking my loot crate swag i mean you are i mean you're wearing the box yeah, I'm wearing the box in. that came in, but that's just sort yeah. of my own choice. <laughs> that's a, but if you enter the promo code CUTIE, they'll send you a pair of kind of cute dude underwear with Blinky the ghost from Pac-Man on the butt. And on the front it says, got dots? Because, you know, like Pac-Man eats those dots. Dots. Yeah. Is it supposed to be – there's supposed to be a sexual innuendo? I don't know if the dots mean come. Yeah. I don't no, know. No, I didn't mean – they just mean they're on the front, right? So, like, I was just thinking, like, dot, you got your dots. You know, it's like a – it's a, you know – Gotta have hey, my dots. You, got, you know, like, I got my, oh, my dots ache. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with a whole lot more little cuties. <laughs> Welcome back to Little Cuties, the only podcast. You know what? I should stress this more, Sean. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe people don't realize this is the only, only podcast. This is the only podcast hosted by two little cuties. There could be one hosted by three, right. but honestly, or one. I'm just trying to go through all the. Or one or four. I don't want to. I mean, this what are is some other numbers? Episodes. What are some other numbers? I don't know. Four. No, four? we did that. We did one. four. Okay, uh, two. Seven. Oh no, wait. Ours is two. Yeah, two. Um, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I kind of think that that is when that's what's going to set us apart. What two? That being two, the only podcast hosted by two little cuties little is nothing, nothing to thumb your nose at. I think it's cool. Is Thumb Your Nose originally a, a, a Shakespeare line? Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask about that because <laughs> the uh, extent of my cultural knowledge goes probably f- as far back to knowing what a couple episodes of Ned and Stacy were about. Right. Have you ever seen Ned and Stacy? No, I haven't. Thomas Hayden Church, Deborah Messing. Yeah. Classic show. Michelle Gondry wrote for it. Uh, there was a Michelle mo- Gondry wrote for it? Uh, oh, that's not what I meant. Charlie Coffin wrote oh, okay, for it. Oh, okay, yeah. If Michelle Gondry wrote for it, it would just be like everybody would be living in a weird cardboard cloud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just remember there was a muffin store on Ned and Stacy run by a lady named Amanda. The muffin store was named Amanda's A Muffins. That's a funny joke. It's, did they go out of business? What if it got sh- fucking real? What if it got real? Yeah. I would love if a sitcom got real. What would that be like? <laughs> love it. <laughs> I gotta get in a room and pitch this thing. Well, we hey, we're pitching it right now. Are we? Yeah. I mean, Little Cuties is, is uh, predominantly our listenership is uh, studio execs. Industry. Yeah. There's yes. a lot of industry hopefuls yeah. and professionals listening to this. Dustin, are you okay? My sweet baby boy, Dustin Marshall, coughed a little bit. And I. Charlie, it reminded me of like. Did he cut Charlie Kaufman? He Charlie Kaufman a little bit. Yeah. 
This is come, the only time on. I will call it <laughs> that sometimes we are we are just saying words. Yeah, There's not me being ornery. We I love Sean, I love you. I love, I love you, you too. You what? I just worked with Charlie I know that. What's the movie called? Anomalisa. When does Anomalisa come out? Uh, I think next year. Next year. It's uh, puppets, right? Stop motion animation. Starburns Industries. Is Starburns Industries taking over. It's a good show. Is he directing it? Yes, sorry. You ever see Synecdoche, New York? Yeah. That movie really messed me up. Uh, yeah, the first time I saw it, I did not like it. And then every time I watch it after, I really, uh, you know, it unravels. It, it just, it's like this. I mean, they're so layered. Yeah. You yeah. Sound, <laughs> you sound kind of smart right now. <laughs> Actually, I, I read that was um, Rex Reed's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you have have you ever uh, do you ever have, do you have any fun blackout drunk stories? Have you ever blacked out drunk? I yeah okay. Um, good question. Uh, uh, I have I've I do not I've only blacked out twice in my life. Uh, one time was in a uh, a French nightclub that was three stories, uh, and uh, I went with the students in my I was traveling abroad at the time. And uh, we just got – I was like, I'm in France, and I'm going through a breakup, and I'm – you know. And, this was and, yeah. in high school? This was – this is uh, – no, this is in college. This is okay. my last year of college. Cool. And, and where did you go to college? I went to Berkeley. Awesome. Yeah. So, I, didn't, I don't even think I knew that. Did you really not know that? I don't know. Oh. We always just usually talk about my college experience because I went to Emerson, <laughs> which everyone and their, and their sister in L.A. went to Emerson because they kind of prime you to move to L.A. Yeah. Um. But no, I don't think I knew you went to Berkeley. And if I did, I I forgot because we've known yeah. each other a long time. So you were in a three-story Parisian nightclub. Yeah. So we were. I mean, er, earlier in the night, we just you know, I think that I had gotten word at that that night that my girlfriend might have been dating so my ex-girlfriend had been to ex. I have to get used to saying <laughs> <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> been, you know, so I was just tossing them back, just fucking trying to spiral into oblivion as fast as possible. I think I was drinking a blend of, I, I think... Uh, a blend is always a very yeah, yeah. dangerous thing. I started with beer. I, I went to whiskey. And I think when I got to the club, I started to drink some vodka. You know you know what they say about beer before liquor? It doesn't matter what you drink. If you drink a lot, you're going to black out. Yeah. That's the saying. <laughs> but at this time, you know, also like you're in your early 20s. I feel like you can, you know... Uh, I, I felt I like... I mean, obviously you can't get away with no, it. No, I was. Yeah, this is... Yeah. blacking out. And I also never, you know, uh, blacked out before. I don't know. Honestly, I'm saying this like... I will say that I, I think that it has something to do with... Um, I, I want to say it has something to do with being Asian. I have no... <laughs> idea about as that. far as the tolerance you goes? know because of the you know i think that you know when asians turn red they don't deal with the enzyme of alcohol enzyme enzyme is that right yeah the uh, i think it's just... got to be an enzyme that your body can't process properly yeah i, da- I you're you're half japanese half japanese yeah i dated someone who was half japanese yeah and she would get very red in the face yeah and uh and would get very drunk and she you know i would she blacked out a little bit but also so did i but i just mean you know oh, yeah this was also about so this is probably when you were the same. I was 22 when this when I was dating this person. You seem like you were probably 21 or 22. When yeah, the story happened. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. So you so you you get drunker. You think and you well, you're wondering. I, no, if it's I would just throw up before I started. So and then you're incapacitated at that you point. Would throw you up know, before what? Before I black out. So, but you know that was when I was drinking at a normal speed. But this time I was fucking just tossing them back, just trying to get mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so you know, um, I just drank way too fast, way too much, mm-hmm. and then also. Were you, do you remember if you were on an empty beer. stomach or anything? I believe I ate that night. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I I had um, a stick of her chapstick that I had taken to France with me, and I ate that. And <laughs> that's really yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. interesting. That's probably part of it. Super creepy. It's probably not good. It's, well, it's probably. <laughs> Just health wise, not good for yeah. you, and then mental health wise, also not good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I just asked because most of my worst um, blackout. Well, most of my worst drinking stories, uh, whether or not they involve blacking out, because I've I have a fair amount in my life right. just lost control of myself. But a lot of the times when I just I'm over the edge or I know I'm hungover and I'll be sick the next day. It's always some weird combination of not eating enough, not eating at all, not drinking water, yeah. and just real and and 
perpetuating a weird lifelong cycle of not taking care of myself on like a night out. And I don't know what that is because in my day to day, I drink a lot of water and I eat food. I think it's just some weird social. I mean, the last time I had a really awful night was my friend's 30th birthday party was a prom like a new, like an '80s prom, right? Who is and this? there was just a uh, you don't know her, but uh, I got just. I remember going straight from work to a bar, right? Seeing someone I knew, being nervous to be dressed up. I think I was like wearing a a, a jacket and a shirt and tie and, and and like dress pants, and was nervous that that was happening because it was hey, taking myself out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So I immediately saw a friend I knew, and I said, let's do a shot, which isn't normally part of my vocabulary. I hadn't eaten dinner. I threw back a shot of probably Jameson. I'll often say we should take a shot, and you'll you'll turn me down constantly. Yeah, I don't like (laughs) taking shots. It's it's not a fun thing for me to do. The act of being drunk is fun, but I just – the burning in my throat and maybe the gag reflex yeah, slightly it's activating. Not fun, yeah. Shots aren't good. If you yeah. drink a lot of alcohol slowly, you'll get just as drunk as if you shot back three shots quickly. I don't know why I ever do a shot. You just get you'll get just just as drunk, but not as quickly. Exactly. Uh, so I did two shots with a friend. I didn't know was going to be there, and then we got in a cab. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. We got in a. You limi- drove a cab. We got in a limousine. <laughs> you drove and- a limousine. Yes, I well, I was employed as a limo driver at the time. I went from, <laughs> I I got in a limo with the with the party. The person in who's the was the birthday girl is uh, Scottish. There was uh, a lot of uh, whiskey being passed around. I drank straight from the bottle so as to impress the Scottish people who were in the car. Yeah, nobody cared. Yeah. I could have passed every single time, and no one would have thought any less of me. But by the time we got from. Uh, Los Feliz to West Hollywood, I was probably already blackout drunk. And the rest of my night was a complete blur. I remember a little bit of it. I remember inappropriately uh, posing and talking to like several girls in front of my girlfriend. My night ended with me. (laughs) My night ended with me on the side of the the street next to the bar we had started at with my girlfriend at the time saying – I rem- I don't remember this, but I was told I said this the next morning. I said hey, – this was after six months of dating someone that I was very, very, very much in love with. Right. I, sa- I said, uh, is this a serious thing for you? Because uh, I'm just having fun, <laughs> which wow. is completely not true. That betrayed all of my feelings that's at the time about the relationship. You, you know, usually you know, alcohol is truth serum, so that's funny that you would have said that. I don't understand why I said that. <laughs> yeah. But the, Maybe but, you didn't actually love this girl, and it was you know your I mean, subconscious coming out. I mean that's deep subconscious. We're, yeah. I mean we're we're going we're going we're going months of analysis to figure that right. out. But but uh, sorry, I, I piggybacked on me asking did, you a question. How sorry, did she please, react? Oh, okay. she she was really upset, and uh, it took me a long time to regain her trust. Jesus. Um, my okay. So I mean, uh, the end of that story in the in the uh, French nightclub. Uh, is that I, you know, I blacked out while dancing. Dancing in the nightclub was my last uh, was my last memory. Is that something so you remember, would do if you weren't super drunk, or do, do you dance? Uh, I don't dance often, so that I could tell. You know, honestly, going back, I'm like, I must have been really, 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 really hammered. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I remember waking up in a bathroom while there, uh, while someone was pounding on the door. Yeah. So I had I and then I asked my friends afterwards how long I was in that bathroom. And it was by the way, it was like dawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh they said that I was in the bathroom for four and a half hours. There was Whoa. vomit everywhere. I was like, yeah. Whoa, so wait. I was just in 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 a stall. Like these were one person bathrooms, basically. Yeah. These are just like little private uh bathrooms. But I just went into a French bathroom, threw up all over the place, collapsed, and, and stayed then stayed there. Yeah. Did you were you passed slept. out? Yeah, and then I and then the door was locked. Were you in v- your own vomit or I wasn't in my own vomit. No, no, no. I oh, was that's just, actually I, I threw up on the side of the of the toilet as if I remember correctly. That is Yeah. I mean, honestly, the upshot is you were not covered in vomit when you came yes. to. Did you feel better at all? Were you still blacked out when you woke up or I think I had a tremendous hangover the next day. Yeah. Um, and I think that I, I don't remember it too well. I mean, it was almost ten years ago, but like the uh must have been uh, 
yeah, I, I think I was, I think that I, I was very depressed in France because I was going through my first real love relationship yeah. giant, you know, what I thought was like the love of my life, yeah. a breakup, the first time I ever felt like I was really in love. So that was a bad one. And also I thought that I was like, I'm going to France yeah. and therefore I'm going to France and it's going to be, and then she's stuck in fucking LA. <laughs> and then of course in my mind, I'm like, okay, now I'm in France and she's probably fucking all of my friends. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so my mind is racing out of control and thinking that when I get back, it's just going to be this post-apocalyptic, emotionally post-apocalyptic wasteland where I'm like, all my friends are like, yeah, man, we all um, live with your friends and um, so did your dad. And also, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was dead by then. But anyway. Getting real <laughs> yeah. in the best way. That's really, I mean, that's, gosh, yeah. that's, that's a, that's a, that is a doozy. I, I. This, I mean, the story I told was horrible. The, the day after yeah. I settled – so basically the ne- the morning after I this all happened, yeah. not only was did I have everything I said relayed to me back to me by my then-girlfriend, mm-hmm. which was just a bunch of terrible stuff I said and did. Yeah. I also vomited for – hours yeah and that's something very unpleasant and true about me is that when i'm hungover it's not just a bad headache my body will just expel oh, everything yeah. will just leave my body until oh. it's until there's nothing left yeah and then but you know then like the second half of the day is pretty cool because then i like will go to a ramen place and just eat my weight in, oh it's great in, you feel in, yeah in heavy soup <laughs> yeah i'll just eat dissolved pork bone and broth and just uh you just have like a, a sick day it's slowly nice. feel yeah. better but I do feel awful when I'm that hungover because it's it's sickness that you inflicted on yourself. Yeah, it's your body going. You are dumb. You're a dumb, stupid idiot. Yeah. you deserve what happened to you. You, no one's gonna really feel that bad for you. Um, but the thing I was gonna say is that just a little bit more than ten years ago, also in college, I was in a comedy group. Uh, we did sketch and improv comedy. Hendershaw? Uh, no, it was called... Oh, wait, 10 years ago? Embarrassingly, it was called the Swollen Monkey wait, Showcase. Wait, so it was around the same time as Hendershaw, right? It, this was in college. Oh, this is a college, okay. So my yeah, college yeah. sketch group was started in 1986, and it was like a leg... Seriously. Okay, I thought, a, I thought you meant you no, started no, no. in 1986. I didn't start so. it. In 1986, <laughs> a group at Emerson College in Boston formed right. called the Swollen Monkey Showcase. Yeah. Swollen was spelled incorrectly with one L... On purpose. There was like a, a poster hanging in the student union from the 80s that said, yeah, we know it's spelled wrong. And we're like, that's not funny. What does that even mean? That's Is that because like basically none of the letters can be flipped around? <laughs> like, like uh, you know, like... Uh... I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like my um, takeaway from that was just different things were funny in the 80s for different reasons. Right. And I just, I mean, I was three when that group started, so I have no idea. Yeah. But... 1L. One Swollen. Out. So we did sketch and improv. When I joined the group, we did short form improv. Yeah. And slowly we transitioned into long form improv. And we had plans to do a group show on St. Patrick's Day with another group called This Is Pathetic. And This Is Pathetic was started by John Ennis from Mr. Show and David Cross from Mr. Show wow. and Laura Keitlinger. Yeah. Amazing, wow, famous, amazing. talented, amazing comedian. So pretty much that was Mr. Show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Started uh, David Cross was the, at Emerson for one semester. Yeah. He started this amazing troupe. And my friends who who live here now, Drew Defonso Marks, who uh, teaches uh, improv and performs uh, with the group Last Day of School, yeah. one of the funniest people I've ever met, was in this group, and he was basically as funny then as he is now. It was an amazing group. And I was very nervous to do this big, huge show with him and with and with this whole other group. They were all very, very talented. I had a big like comedy crush on all of them. And I wanted to prove to them that I was super funny. So because it was St. Patrick's Day, it's important to note that I was not like the most confident improviser. And like a month before, we had done an improv show where I had a tiny – I had put a little bit of vodka in a can of Coke with some Coke in it. And during the show, would sneak some sips. And by the end, I was doing really well. Yeah. I was being very funny. Yeah. I don't remember what I was talking about. I couldn't tell you one joke. But afterwards, people were like, you're really funny, man. Like, I just <laughs> did. I had a great show. Yeah. And so the law of diminishing returns kicked in. And I just thought, like, well, if I, if I killed it. Yeah. 
with about a shot and a half of vodka. What if I just upped the ante what if a little I just bit? Did heroin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the but the 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 middleman between heroin and yeah. two shots of vodka was. I bought a bottle of Jim Beam, which is not a beverage I would ever consume as an adult man, but in but as a however old man I was in college, probably twenty one. Uh-huh. I bought this bottle. I wanted to split it with my friend Justin. He declined. He had a little bit, but I remember I drank a Sobe Adrenaline Rush, which is a non-existent. It doesn't exist anymore. It's an energy drink that I used to pound in college, but I had that. That I, I was using it to chase this Jim Beam. And by the time that it was time for the show, I had drank a half a bottle of Jim Beam. <laughs> Literally a half a bottle. This is not hyperbole for the radio. I drank an entire half bottle of it and fully blacked out by the time the lights came up and we were all announced. So the lights came up and there was a 16-person improv show because that's how many people were in both of our groups combined. Wow. Doing long, a long-form montage of improv scenes. And the entire time, the mo- it was St. Patrick's Day, so people had like a beer or two. Yeah, and I was out of my mind, Cr- like fully crazed, not making any sense. But autopilot kicked in, and I performed an entire oh long form improv show. I would have, like, oh, God, if, what if you had that on tape? That'd be amazing. So <laughs> it's on tape. Really? Yes. I didn't tape it, but the one member of our group who was the biggest prankster shit starter pathological liar in the best way like maybe one of the funniest people i've ever met who doesn't perform comedy all anymore she's a school teacher she she teaches special needs kids and is one of like the most hilarious cruel people i've ever met like we'll just prank and lie and 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 uh and ruin lives with a smile on her face one of the funniest people i've ever met the next day after this show all of my friends came to my apartment after I'd like recovered from being hungover and made me watch the tape of me performing oh, an Jesus hour, an hour long comedy show, blackout drunk. And it was uh, mortifying. But but yeah, I will say that it was interesting that when autopilot kicked in, I was able to perform an entire comedy show blackout drunk. It wasn't particular. If, if I was sober, it would have been garbage. But the fact that. I did it at all. I mean, I would stand on the back line of like how you stand on the back wall of an improv scene. Yeah. And like I was standing there yelling stuff to the people in the scenes. I remember there was a scene where people were in the Caribbean <laughs> and I came on and did a Boston accent. So it was like, I was like a native Caribbean person, but I had a you Boston making accent. Really bold choices. <laughs> I was making super bold yeah. choices. Just knocking people's, there was an entire tag run, which is, if you're not familiar with improv, uh, people can tag other people out and kind of take the uh, yeah. a character or a scene into different places. I started the end of like, so the last kind of 15 minutes of the show were a montage of the life of my character who was only speaking <laughs> gibberish. So I was not saying even one real word. It was like, and so people were reacting to me like I was speaking English English, and they were like, hi, honey, how was your day? How was work? And then someone would tag that wife out and be the boss and be like, you got to get those reports to my desk. And I'd be like, oh my God. Do you know, you just, I'm sorry to interrupt. You just created a fantastic, I'm sure the show idea might've been taken. They have those, those ideas where they're like, everybody gets high or something. Yeah. Where just one member gets just really high and then everyone has to work around them you that's know? pretty interesting i would love to watch it i mean i don't know if you would get the same results if yeah. it was just like some guy gets pretty drunk and everybody else is sober if it was like no this guy has to black, black out. Yeah. out and everyone has to be sober or one beer deep but just one and everyone's aware of who the guy is of course mm-hmm. i think that oh my god i would watch that <laughs> yeah. i would never do it yeah Having done it once i'm done I remember after the show, I hung out with a girl. This is a weird thematic link, but I was mm. dating a French girl, mm-hmm. uh, and and we hung out afterwards. And I like the next day, I didn't even remember that we'd hung out. I think I slept at her house, and she was the next morning. I was like, "Where am I?" Right. Uh, I don't know what it is about blacking out. It really, it's a funny. I feel like it's something I would like to revisit on another episode, just because yeah. I have more stories. It's just a weird. Um, and I have some interesting stories about France I would like to tell you. I have some interesting stories about France. I just went there uh, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, over yeah. New Year's and it had a really chapter. interesting, strange yeah. 
wonderful time. Uh, but unfortunately, as this is the hard out episode, we have reached the end of our show. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Loot Crate. I want to thank Dustin Marshall for coming here. Um, he's running off to another Feral Audio show, Harmontown. Catch it every Sunday night, 8 o'clock, Meltdown Comics. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened. We're thank just going to keep talking into unplugged mics. Thank you but. to my parents. <laughs> Uh, for putting up with me. My dad talked to me today and asked me about this podcast. Aww. And I really just so I, I just yeah. don't I don't know if he should listen to it because I don't I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna make him proud. My mom won't get it, but yeah. who knows? Uh, also my mom sent me a Napoleon Dynamite sleep mask. <laughs> Your uh, mom gets it. My mom gets it. Uh so until next time, if you're not grown up yet, it'll happen soon. Good night, cuties. Good night, cuties. Feral Audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? Are you branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.